everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Through Our Perspective. Your hosts for today are Jesse and Samantha. Today we will have our first senior guest speakers from Compton Early College High School. Could you guys please introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Samantha Archiago. My name is Juan Garcia. Hello, my name is Brian Carcamo. We will start off today with some fun questions. What are your hobbies and did you take up any of them because of quarantine? Well, during quarantine, I had so much time on my hands, so I got into reading, so I bought a lot of books. Um, I also got into the Marvel Universe, so that's been my recent obsession. Yeah, me too. I also got into the MCU, um, watched all the films, marathon them. Uh, I've also been watching a lot of TV series. I rewatched The Office, and I've also watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine over quarantine. Um, because of quarantine, I have started to read more, um, especially like news articles. Um, and like Samantha and Juan said, um, I've gotten involved in the MCU. Yay. What is your most embarrassing in-school moment? I can go first for this one. My most embarrassing moment in school would have to be when I accidentally choked on a piece of pizza <laughs> in my English teacher's class. It was super embarrassing um, because I was just all panicky and I had to leave the room. <laughs> the pizza did not want you. <laughs> <laughs> really did. Um, I think mine would be junior year, in the beginning of the junior year, it was raining and I was running away from a friend and I just fell and I just laid there <laughs> embarrassed. No. Complete shock. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> um, for me, in ninth grade, uh, my avid class wanted to have a party, so we decided to order food from McDonald's. Um, after the cart was created under my account, I accidentally ordered over $100 of McDonald's <laughs> from Uber Eats. Um, so I had to call a bunch of representatives to cancel that order um, <laughs> and beg for a refund. You still got your refund though, right? Uh, yes, thankfully, yes. <laughs> Did you cry? Did you cry to them? Uh, <laughs> you were probably panicking so bad. I was panicking. <laughs> um, that is pretty embarrassing. Um, but anyways, what was the highlight of your guys' high school experience? For me, definitely the highlight of my high school experience was finally being able to apply to colleges and then seeing the fruits of your hard work finally all these three years that we've been working hard in high school and finally being able to get into that process to make sure it pays off yeah like Juan the highlight of my high school experience was um, receiving admission to college Um, that was my um, way of seeing light at the end of the tunnel well, like Juan said, like rewarding. I think at the end of the school year, well, seeing, well now getting all these acceptances letters, uh, the highlight would be showing my dad, like, look, you have a daughter who's doing it, um, being an immigrant who left everything to give his kids a better life. I just want to, like, it's my way of saying, like, you did something good, you know, like, everything is worth it. So, that's beautiful. If you could. If you could bring any three classmates on a road trip, who would you choose and why? Mm, that is so biased. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to lose friends. Um, I think 
my best friend Samantha, who's also the host today. <laughs> um, um, I think Juan. He's yes, I bring Juan, and um, I think I'd bring Karen. Who's also <laughs> she's yeah, I'd bring her. <laughs> You chose me because I can drive. <laughs> <laughs> um, geez, I don't know how I would choose. I think what I would probably have to do would be drawing names out of a hat. I'd choose my friend group. I'd say I'd write their names down. And sorry to the those who don't get picked, but <laughs> um, yeah, it's where I'm gonna get me in trouble. Um, yeah, I would just choose three of my closest friends. Um, I won't name them. But they would make the trip really fun. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the emoji I would use to describe my high school experience um, would probably be the astonished face emoji. Uh, my high school experience was full of surprises. Um, and I could have never predicted a global deadly pandemic and the financial down- downfall that accompanied it. Um, I think my emoji would be the very first emoji, like the weird smile with the weird eyes. Um, <laughs> like Juan and Brian said, like this turn that took in our life. It was just like, wait, what? Like I was having a good time, and then everything just got taken away. But mm-hmm. yeah, Th- those are actually some <laughs> good ones. And now, who is your favorite teacher in high school, and why? Okay, this one was pretty hard, but. After choosing from um, exceptional teachers, I would say Ms. Ponce. Uh, she is someone with whom I can talk politics, but she's also the person who gives me advice and who helped me with my college apps. Mm. <clears throat> For me, I would say Mr. Narwad. Shout out to Mr. Narwad. Um, he's definitely one of the more funnier teachers that I've had. Um throughout my educational career. And I personally have known him the longest. I've had him for five consecutive years from seventh grade all the way to 11th grade. Um, Ms. Sponson, Mr. Norwood are also good teachers of mine, but I think one of my favorite teachers would be Ms. Dari. Um, being a first generation, like I didn't know nothing about you know college process and she made me feel so comfortable with it. Like She was always there to answer any questions that I had. Um, and anytime I had a hard time, like in class or a hard day, like uh, she never like picked me or in- instead she like encouraged me to, you know, be good and stuff. And she's always had, she's always so optimistic and I love her energy. They are amazing. When you look back on your high school experience in later years, what will you remember the most? Mm, well, because of the pandemic, um, you know, our memories were cut short. But I hope when I grow up um, in the future, the first thing that I think when I say high school is like, you know, walking down the hallways with my friends, um, sitting at lunch, laughing so much and, you know, just having a fun time because I feel like the fun memories are the ones you should enjoy. So, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely all the little things. Um, me, like Samantha, I would 
remember most all the people that I've met in high school because I've met so many great people, so many fun people, and it's I just think it's people that won't be able to leave my mind anytime soon. I agree. I would say um, having movie nights really late at night um, and having converse- silly conversations <laughs> with my friends. <laughs> yeah. Those are some really great memories. We're going to transition over to some questions about high school and some questions about your guys' college application process. Okay. What is the best piece of advice that you received that got you through high school? Mm, I think my dad always played a role and, you know, encouraged me to do good um, in school and um, he always told me <clears throat> that you can have anything, but education is something you have to work on. And if, like, they can't steal that. So if you work hard for your knowledge or your education, no one is going to steal that. And I just, that encouraged me to have um, the most knowledge I can have. So one day I can teach, you know, uh, young ones to, you know, get get involved and have all the knowledge that you can have. So. I think that's my best advice for my dad. Some great advice. I think it's not really a piece of advice, but I remember a while back I heard Ms. Ponce say that she was talking about our class, class of 2021, and she was saying how our class was going to be the first class to bring a perfect SAT score, uh, the first Ivy League acceptance at our school, because our school is about like what four years old mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. oh five yeah and so just seeing or knowing that someone was looking at us at such an early start recognizing our hard work and expecting so much from us was really motivating um for me something samantha said earlier um finding your people i am really grateful knowing that i have a group of friends who are always there for me and I need them. You're welcome, Brian. <laughs> I took the honor. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that is actually some great advice. Now, do you have any tips for any high schoolers and college students that have been very useful to you? I can go first for this one. I think one of the biggest tips I would give someone is never second guess yourself never doubt yourself and never underestimate yourself because i think it's really easy for a lot of us to see other people succeed and see other people do good and then thinking we're we can't be as good as them i think it's best to get out of that mindset of comparing yourself to other people in a negative way because if you compare yourself to someone in a way of saying i can never be like them it'll only slow you down Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I think an advice correlating to what Juan said, um, be out there. Like, don't be scared to do to give ideas or, you know, to volunteer and anything. Um, I feel like you will never know what the future holds until you like go into whatever you want to do. Um, so I think just get involved in your school and your community. Um, stay connected to people. Build a really really stable um emotional and physical 
you know, pillar, whether it be friends, family, um, because you will need people to talk to at some point. So, yeah. Yeah, I would just um, emphasize what Samantha just said. Um, finding as many opportunities as you can to engage with your community. Um, and I would add just getting good grades and and having fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a big that, Those are all really great tips. I love those. Um, so our next question is, what clubs are you in and would you recommend them? Yeah. So one of the clubs that both Brian and I are in is called Multiplying Good, formerly known as Jefferson Awards. And it's basically a student-led organization at our school meant, well, dedicated to community service and giving back to our own community. Um, one of the past projects that we've done is we've held STEAM night at some of the local elementary schools because we thought that it was a problem that there wasn't enough minority representation in STEM fields and STEM careers. So we felt the need to introduce STEM to elementary kids at an early age so that they can feel comfortable learning about and being in STEM. I would recommend it, not only for the community service hours, but it gives you great experience in leadership, communication, and it can definitely help you build connections and improves your teamwork skills. I agree. Um, I, I've been a change agent. I've been in Girls by Life for four years already since freshman year. Um, a change agent is just like a all-girls uh, club where we empower each other and we try to make, um, well, civic engagement, basically. We try to make projects to um, encourage our community, both in school and outside of school, um, you know, to make a change, go out and vote, um, make changes in your life, like health, health, like mentally and physically. Um, I really love this school and I, I mean, this club and I recommend it because I found so much encouragement and inspiration. I built some of the strongest friendships with me uh, from there. And Ms. Bonsa is a advisor, so, you know, you're in good hands. Um, but yeah, I recommend <laughs> it. It's it's um it's an amazing feeling after you finish the project or you're done and you just look around you're like well I did something today I did something for the community so I recommend change agents a way to um start being aware of your community of your environment. I agree with you guys. Those are some some amazing clubs. Now we have our next question: Do you think a higher education is required to be successful um well the term for me the term successful is subjective and um so many people have different definitions um i think college is an engine of social mobility however higher education is not the only way to become successful um and it's not the only solution to closing um america's widening income and wealth inequality. Um, but I do fight for policies like College for All and, and policies that make higher education attainable 
um, especially for working class communities and communities of color. I agree 100% with Brian. I think the very first step of being able to become successful is coming up with your own definition of what it means to be successful. And definitely college is not the only way to reach your goals because we have to agree that college may or may not be for everyone. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think there are various paths you can take to success but I think college can offer you a wide amount of options or going to college can offer you various I options. totally agree with Juan and Brian um, successful the word successful is so different to many people um, my success was totally different to what Juan, Brian, Samantha and Jesse are um, I feel like like my dad, for example, like my dad dropped out of seventh grade. He had to help out his family, but through hard work, he was able to, you know, build a company. And that's just one case in a million of people who don't have, you know, higher education. I feel like higher education, like Juan said, it's like a, a source, a resource for you to go out there and, you know, get there faster. But I don't think it's like, you need to do that to be successful. Yeah, that's those are really great points that you guys um, bring up. So if you could describe your college application process in three words, what would they be? Um, I think the first one will be eye-opening. This is a whole different uh, side of the education process that I never experienced. And being first generation, it was like, well, you know, this is different. Um, stressful, again, because as a first generation, I had to do everything alone. Um, obviously, I had help from my counselors and my friends. But at the end of the day, it was like, well, you have to encourage yourself to do it and not lose hope. Um, and rewarding. Um, now, receiving my college acceptance, it's like, well, look, you all you did, all your cries, all your sweats, you know, everything is worth it. And it encouraged me to, you know, do even more better because I want to see what else I can do. Like, the, I want to be the bestest of the best I can be. Mm-hmm. My three words would probably be <clears throat> nerve-wracking because that's what it was, nerve-wracking. It was, it was also exciting. Mm-hmm. And all in all, it was difficult. Mm-hmm. My three words would probably be um, stressful, time-consuming, but overall, pretty fun process. Yeah. You get to find yourself a little bit yes. more through the process. That's amazing. I feel like you guys were able to find yourself more and descri- um, discover more of what you could be mm-hmm. and what you will be. So now I wanted to ask you guys, what are some colleges or universities that you have been accepted to? So I want to talk a little bit about what I went through when I was applying. One of the scholarships that I applied to was the Questbridge Match Scholarship. And what it is, is a full ride to one of their college partners. Um, And it's a scholarship for um, low-income students. So I applied, and then I got to choose my top 12 schools from 
because because they have forty five college partners. I had to choose twelve, and then when decisions came out, I found out that I had been blessed with the opportunity of a full ride scholarship to Brown University, and yeah, so I'm committed to Brown, and that's where I plan on attending next semester. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, so I applied um, early decision to Northwestern University, um, and I did so under the Posse Foundation, um, which uh, selects and trains a group of students called a Posse uh, to go to college together. Um, before matriculating at one of Posse's college partners, Posse prepares you for college through um, their pre-collegiate training. Um, and during college, you have Posse staff, mentors, and your Posse to help you get through college. Um, and Posse also has more than 200 partners um, that work to hire Posse scholars and alumni. And this scholarship is a four-year full tuition leadership award. Um, and it opens during the fall of your senior year and involved multiple rounds of interviews. Um, and now I'm very grateful to say that as a first generation and low income student, um, very proud to say that my parents and I won't have to pay for my higher education um, at Northwestern University. So I encourage all of you. To- Yay! <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. Um, That's amazing. I applied regular decision through the CSU and UCF and Common App. Um, so the college I got accepted was uh, CSU Fullerton, Dominguez, Northridge, UC Irvine, UC Santa Cruz, Merced, um, and Riverside. And I got accepted. Yay! Thank you. I got accepted at Regis University, and I'm still waiting on one more. Fingers crossed. You'll get in. <laughs> we got this. You got this. Um, Yay! Yeah, um, just because... I just wanted to say um, I didn't apply to, you know, these scholarships, these wonderful resources that, you know, are offered. I applied through regular decisions. I did it. Um, don't feel like just because you're not applying to like this big, you know, known foundation or resources um, that you won't go somewhere. Like everyone has an opportunity. And if you work hard to where you want to go, um, you will get there. So don't just because you're applying to, regular decision when all your friends are already accepted don't feel discouraged you will end up where you belong and if you get rejected it's remember it's a red red direction um yeah okay samantha what about you okay um so i applied to a few cal states and ucs um oh also fee waivers um are if you go to Compton College, school definitely offers fee waivers, so I'll take advantage of those. Um, and I had some luck with the Cal States, not so much luck with the UCs, but I know that I wanted to go play lacrosse in college. Um, so I applied to some privates, and I got accepted into Ohio Wesleyan, but it did end up being a bit too expensive. Um, so I, really, I knew I really wanted to go there, so I applied to some scholarships within their school and I ended up receiving a full ride to go play and study lacrosse. Congratulations. Um, I wanted to add to what Samantha was saying about the free waiver. That's just one of the many resources you can get 
even without uh, applying to scholarships like Quan and Brian did. There's so many opportunities you can do to get where you want. So you just have to do your research. Don't feel discouraged and keep going in. You know, believe in yourself because no one will. And if you don't, then who's going to do it? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I can't wait to see where life takes you guys. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you for sharing your experience yeah. with us and our listeners. Do you guys have any final words or thoughts? Mm, yeah. I want to say that rejection, like Samantha had said earlier, rejection is redirection. Uh, getting rejected somewhere is not the end of the road. Uh, so I definitely think that any listeners, especially 11th graders, once you hit senior year at the beginning, look at these scholarships. There's so many that you can apply mm-hmm. to. And like the one I did, Questbridge or Brian's Posse. I know there's also other good ones like uh, the Gates Millennium Scholarship. But a rejection from any of these scholarships is not don't let it break you don't let it stop you and another thing is just aim for the Mm -hmm. aim for the stars if you think oh there's no way this school will accept me but if you know you Mm want to go there apply there because when it comes to these top tier universities sometimes it's kind of a shot in the dark so you may never know unless Mm -hmm. you take that opportunity Um, I think one of my advices would be, or final words, um, do you have a story? Don't feel like either your stories are full with accomplishments or, you know, hard times. Um, you have a story to tell. You have something to offer to these colleges. And when you're applying, like your PIQs, you're supposed to pick four questions out of eight. Pick the four questions that you feel the most comfortable with, You that you know that you will literally have pages to write about um yeah just believe in yourself don't don't feel any less than other people um when people start getting uh acceptances don't be like oh well they got it already why am i not getting it no your acceptance will get there somewhere you belong somewhere and and if you don't get accepted to your uh, school you wanted to it's for a reason i truly believe it's for a reason um only the future will tell us but just be optimistic don't don't fall down don't you can do it you can do anything so yeah yes i would like to emphasize um what samantha just said and um yes everyone does have a story to tell and um you know the idea behind like Questbridge and posse is that if you have a story to tell they give you a lot of opportunities to tell it um And you don't have to have perfect test scores or perfect grades to get into any of these scholarships. Um, So that's really important. Uh, Also, oh, sorry. Go on, Brian. No, go ahead. I'll I'll finish with that. Um, I think Kwan was talking about, you know, shooting your shot. A lot of schools are getting, being test optional. So I know a lot of people won't be taking the SAT, but the SAT is just a number. It does not define you. It does not define your success. You, It's just um, a requirement from the college admission. But at the end of the day, it's not the only thing they're looking at. They're looking at what you have to offer. So, yeah, just just 
be yourself. You don't want to be someone you're not. You know, because everyone is great being themselves. And if they if they don't want you, then I don't know. Someone else will want you, and that's gonna be even the best choice. <laughs> yes, um, I think it's very important to be yourself and um, present a your genuine self to colleges. Um, and it's also easier that way instead of trying to build different portfolio. Um, mm-hmm. But with schools becoming test optional, um, there are more opportunities to show your extracurriculars, to show your um, determination in going into college and um, other aspects. Um, and one of the most salient predictors of your SAT score is your income. So while I do think it's good that some schools are becoming test optional, um, it is just one step in the right direction. Um, and like Samantha said, it does not define you. Mm-hmm. Well, it was amazing having you. We hope to see you accomplish all of Thank your you. goals. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. We hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Tune in next week for another episode. It will focus on. Wait, Sam, you're not you're not supposed to say that. That's Oops, a secret. I'm sorry. <laughs>